Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Sunday, gang. Welcome, of course, to the last Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast of the weekend. Well, there was only two, and this is the second. Anyway, what a weekend of sport you've been exposed to with Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder 3 and the WSL action across the TalkSport network. We begin, of course, today with England's win over Andorra, and here is how the three lines sounded right here on TalkSport. Tonight, Gareth Southgate takes charge of his 50th competitive international. And on a journey that's brought World Cup and Nations League semi-finals, and what for many of us was a first ever glimpse of England in a major final, he's lost just the nine. Foden clipping in, left footed, heading down and across the face of goal. And wide from Chilwell. It's interesting, Jim, you never can call sort of uh, scenarios like Chilwell not getting a kick in the Euros. You just never know as a player when your football's going to come and when it isn't. Foden with a lovely clip ball in. He's brought down brilliantly. Flick back and Chilwell lashes it home into the bottom right-hand corner only for the offside flag to come up against him. Now this being a, a UEFA match, you don't see the lines being drawn as yet on the pitch. We haven't seen another angle of it. It is going to be given. 1-0 England. Ben Chilwell, Foden, chipping the ball for, that's a great ball. Saka making the race inside the penalty area and finishes it brilliantly. And again, it's the artistry, the vision of Phil Foden that sets things up for England. Good ball in here, Abraham has done well. He's just got his toes to it to flick it past the keeper. Grealish riding a challenge which came in on him slightly late. Now making his way through inside the penalty area, he's gone down and it is a penalty kick to England. There's War Prowse. Right footed, saved, and then he's put the rebound in, much to his relief. Brilliant throw out from Johnson to Grealish. Grealish taking it forward and slotting it into the bottom left-hand corner for number five, an assist from the goalkeeper. England with a handful, five up against Andorra. I thought the mentality was brilliant. Uh, yeah, like you said, you know, it's one of them games where we're expected to win, but you know, it's a difficult game because you know the way they play the game. It's just stop, start, a lot of fouls and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, the pitch, um, so it's difficult, you know. But um, I felt like we dealt with everything brilliantly, um, and you know, we come away with a, with a good win, which puts us in into a good shape in the group. It's interesting you mentioned those fouls. There were niggly challenges all over the pitch but for that penalty that you won you managed to ride the challenge stay up on your feet you're trying your best now because it seems like people do target you when you're out there now yeah no I think so you know I do 
as much as people don't think it, you know, I do try and stay on my feet uh, as much as I can, you know, recently. And um, I don't, I've not actually seen it back. I'm sure it was a penalty, weren't it? Yeah. I felt like it was straight away, you know, from the defender's reaction, you know, I could just, I could kind of tell. But yeah, I haven't seen it back. So, um, you know, whatever, whatever I can do to help the team, I'll do. How proud are you of your teammates today? The ones that have been called into the squad, Ben Chilwell and Tammy Abraham, putting in very good performances. That, is that what you expect almost? That challenge from anyone that's involved with England to want to be involved in the biggest games? Yeah, of course, you know, because we have these type of players, you know, everyone's so, so talented here. We have such a talented group of players and... Um, and, you know, when people are called upon, you know, they come and they come and do the job. You know, the likes of Tammy, uh, Chile both scored tonight. Even Jada and Phil, you know, I thought both of them two were absolutely unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously brilliant. We know we know the, the, the talent that we have in the squad. Um, and, you know, I think you even just have to look at the bench and you see the world-class players that we have on the bench. So, um, yeah, it's such a talented squad and a pleasure to be a part of. It's the best period of your football career, do you think? You've moved to Manchester City playing for England on top of the world it seems from afar how are you feeling uh yeah no I'm feeling good feeling happy um I, I just said then you know I don't think I'm actually playing the best football in my career at the moment um I feel like even last year at Aston Villa you know I was probably playing a little bit better than a than a what than I am at the moment um but you know that's down to me I'm sure I'll get that consistency back when I when I'm when I'm playing with the lads here and, and I, when I go back to Man City and that's what I'll be aiming to do and you know carry on scoring and carry on getting assists. Now we've got some big WSL action coming up in just a bit but first it's time to check in with some rock and roll royalty easy for me to say. TalkSport's Joe Amphlett caught up with Sir Rod Stewart in Las Vegas ahead of Fury Wilder 3 and the Grammy winner that's Rod Stewart not Joe Amphlett had a thing or two to say about his beloved Glasgow Celtic. I think both Celtic and Rangers are being childish. They're ruining the atmosphere. When the Rangers people said you can only have 700 tickets, I was hoping Celtic would be proud enough to say, well, we'll still have the allocation of how many it is. But, you know, as Michelle Obama said, they go low, we go high. But we went low and I was really disappointed. Yeah. I miss the Rangers supporters. And I'm sure they miss the boys at Celtic Park. The, 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 it's something, the atmosphere is not what it used to be. That's a shame because it is one of the greatest derbies in world it, football. It is, it is. So come on, you lot, grow up. <laughs> what, that, what about Postacoglu? What, what have you found of him? It's not been a great start, has it, to be honest? Well, look what, he, look what he's done. I mean, he's trying to row a boat with a piece of rope at the moment. You know, he came in right at the, right at the failing, trying to get the 10. And I think he's doing a good job. I'm a believer. I believe in this squad. We're only six points behind. And I think we can still do it. In fact, I know we'll still do it. You think that so we'll win the league this year? Yeah, I do think they'll win it. I think now there's rumours that Gerard's going to go. Might send the Blues' chins a little low. But, you know, we've got three old firms to go. That's very true. You... Also, may I say, Hearts are terrific. Hibs are in the running. Everyone's giving everyone a good game. It's about time. Is there any words of encouragement for Tyson Fury ahead of this fight? Big, big Britain town. He hasn't got many British fans following him because we can't get over to the States. Any words of encouragement ahead of this big fight? I think he's got a big heart and he's from Manchester and uh, he's got Irish blood in him. That'll see him through. I must admit, I have to ask you one question. Mm. Why are there so many belts? I thought because <laughs> he got beat the other night, old uh, 
AJ, Anthony oh, Joshua. Oh, sorry, AJ, yeah. That was it. That was all the world titles. And it's, it's like having four World Cups. And I think yeah. a lot of people are confused about it. Yeah, it is, it is, uh, it is confusing. I, I'll make you right about that. It should be one fight, one belt. One fight, one belt. One fight, <laughs> one belt. Good night. Yeah, of course, it was a big week in the northeast with Newcastle's massive £305 million takeover finally crossing the line. The Magpies are set to go on a huge spending spree in the winter and have their sights set on silverware in the next couple of years. You'll hear some TalkSport pundits' thoughts on the takeover in just a moment, along with some very excited Geordies. But first, former Newcastle midfielder Darren Ambrose. Ashley years at Newcastle United are over. The Saudi-led takeover at St James's Park has been approved by the Premier League. Newcastle takeover completed. I'm 39 years old and this is the best day of my life. This is what we've waited for for so long. They are now a threat to the big four. Chelsea, Manchester United, Man City, Liverpool. They are a serious threat on what can go on in that top four. The first thing I would hope we did was get rid of our manager and get somebody in. I'm very nostalgic. Um, He's probably too old now, but I'd love to see Kevin Keegan just for this interim period. When I think of Newcastle, I think of someone vibrant, passionate, exciting wanting to express theirself. I don't see that from the manager. I'm rich. Rich beyond me wild, you <laughs> Get back. Come summer, I don't think anything's off the table. As a footballer, you then got the, the opportunity to, am I buying into the ambition of the football club? Am I looking at this thinking, no, there's an opportunity to win trophies here. In terms of Harry Kane, you're buying the ambition of the football club. And if, if it is that, if he gets an opportunity right now of Man City or Newcastle, of course you're going to pick Manchester City because you're, you're immediate trophies. But if you're thinking trophies in the next three to five years and I'm going to be a part of that, I don't think anything's off the table. This was the debate about Newcastle. I'd go and get Ramsey, someone like that. You know, like he's still got a lot to offer, still a good player, isn't working for him at Juventus at the moment. I'll target them sort of players where you might not have to pay a Coutinho. silly money. Yeah, I said I said that just Did as you? well. Yeah, Coutinho. Uh, seen. Because we were talking about the Man City takeover, Robinho coming in. Yes. No, the, the 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 big one, Brazilian. Coutinho's not really playing um his football properly at Barcelona. Barcelona will take anything really for him yeah. now they're still, I think they're still Liverpool don't they I think they so do like Newcastle you, you cancel that debt with Liverpool and you can have him with something like that you've seen the interview from the owners you know they, they've said they're going to put money into the, the, the club they'll probably end up building a new training ground repairing the stadium and I think they will splash the cash but they're going to have to do it wisely, aren't they? They don't want to waste money with financial fair play. We've got to, they're going to have to be able to spend a certain amount, aren't they? They're on cloud nine, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby said earlier on, I yeah. can't see how Steve Bruce could remain at the club, to be honest with you. They recently did a survey saying 89% of the fan base want him out. I'm not convinced any of the fan base really wanted him here in the first place. But most importantly, he's part of Mike Ashley's regime. It's time for a fresh start and everyone to look forward. It's important to see who's just as a part of that in my eyes. My dream is to have Alan Shearer as manager. He's been the player there. He's an England international. He's got the pride and the passion to put us back at the top. Alan Shearer never had a chance when we got relegated. There weren't enough games left to turn it around. Get me now, get him to assess the squad now, 
get him to find out who he needs. Oh, he'd love it. <laughs> he would love the chance to, to manage Newcastle United. Go after the big clubs, some of the big players at big clubs, because you can get them. Mm. Um, once they sort of go slightly out of favour, but you still think they're a great player, I think that's a good idea to go uh, to go down that road. Um, it's it's a look. It's not going to be overnight. It just won't happen like that. Why you have to build a football club. Now, there was, of course, some major WSL action yesterday on TalkSport as we brought you live coverage of the Manchester derby. It ended in a Desmond 2-2 at the Lee Sports Village and Manchester United women's move up to third place with the draw. United manager Mark Skinner and City gaffer Gareth Taylor gave their thoughts at full time after the two rivals couldn't be separated. Finally, a golden who's caught late. On that far side by Stanway. Yeah, it's a, a red, red card. Good pull into the area. Shaw, he's gone! Khadija Shaw! They might be down a player, but they're up by a goal to nil. Short corner from United, drilled into the near post. It's turned in for Lucy Stanniford for her first Manchester United goal. To Russo, ball gets stuck under her feet. She gets the drive away. It's 2-1 United. Russo has turned it around. Here come Manchester City. Jess Park driving goals. Oh, it hits the crossbar. Comes out. Tucked in by Alan White. It's 2-2. They have fought back. And that is it. The Manchester derby ends all square. And so that run of successive defeats is at least ended by Gareth Taylor and Manchester City. Terrific game in the WSL. Really enjoyable. And the points are shared at Lee Sports Village. When we put ourselves in a position to be in front, we have to continue that momentum. There was, if you watch the goal back, which we definitely will, because we do everything like that, we'll be disappointed that we didn't destroy that counter-attack early to allow it to get the shot off. But the thing I can be very, very pleased with was the attitude and commitment of the players. To go one down, yes, they're playing against 10 players, but you have to find a different way to beat them. And second half, we did that. We tried to come out and we, we tried to be more progressive with the ball a bit quicker. And the biggest thing for us is taking the psychological challenges on. We have to keep pushing our boundaries of psychology here. And we did that. We got back into the game and then now that knock, we're just going to manage those moments better. It's a mixture of feelings, if I'm honest. It was a real roller coaster of emotions watching that and, and, and being involved in that as well. So I think when you're out there playing, it's a little bit different. You know, you, your objectives are slightly different, but when you're on the sidelines, you see everything that's happening. And yeah, I mean, I think... I think, I think if it had stayed 11 v 11, I'm, com I'm pretty certain that we were comfortable enough to win the game with the chances and the opportunities that we were creating. No one expects, obviously, when you go down to 10 men to, to go and score at the other end, but we did. We scored an excellent goal. Potentially could have scored another one just before half-time with Philippa at the back post. And then, obviously, the, the tactics of both teams then has to change when you lose a player. And I think it's a shame, really, in a derby that you, you have that. And I know people say, well, I had everything, goals, mm. red card. But I think, you know, you want to see the best the best of us is with 11 players well that's it thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from I don't really care I'm back on one of my shows Andy Goldstein Sports Bar on Monday night at 10 o'clock taking your calls alongside the fun boy Jason Cundy don't forget of course it's a huge week of World Cup qualifying and WSL action across the TalkSport network as we bring you coverage of Arsenal women against Everton women at 3pm today on TalkSport and on Monday you'll hear Estonia take on Wales at 745 
England, of course, face Hungary right here on TalkSport at the same time on Tuesday. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.